Welcome to the VMOX Road to Mobile Victory podcast. Enterprise mobility is bigger and more complicated than ever. In this series, we'll talk about the latest trends, inspiring success stories, and simple and effective tips for managing your corporate mobile assets, expenses, and services. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Andrea Leiby, Director of Marketing here at VMOX. In today's episode, we're going to discuss mobile device logistics, specifically that end-of-life management or reverse logistics. We're going to chat about how companies are using logistics to lessen their overall impact, maybe reduce costs, and protect some things like their data. We'll also dive into the reasons why more and more companies are actually outsourcing this function to a third party. Joining me today is Greta Humbert-Mortley, VMOX Senior Director of Operations. Welcome. Thanks for coming back. You're very welcome. I'm excited to be here. Nice. So we've done this drill before. You know I like a fun question. This (laughs) one's not too wild today, so hopefully it won't throw you off. But given that we're pretty much late summer and there's been some really wild weather patterns around the world in the United States, are you a winter or are you a summer gal? Is there one that you like in particular? You know, I would have to say I like neither. How do you like that one? I really, you know, I think my favorite seasons are really spring and fall because I really like the less extreme seasons. So, Mm. you know, I'm not a huge fan of the snow in the winter and I could live without the brutal heat in the summer. So, yeah, fall and and (laughs) spring are my seasons. Unfortunately, they are a bit too short in Colorado, but. I was going to say, you have great weather in Colorado. Well, I would say I'm probably winter, just because in Phoenix, winters are awesome. And I love the holidays. But it's been just over 110 degrees for like, it feels like nine months, (laughs) honestly. And we're all just miserable here in Phoenix. And my pool is not refreshing. It's basically a hot tub. So I we're ready for fall. If anyone's ready for fall, fall for us is under 100 degrees. So bring it on from from our world. (laughs) All right, so let's move on. And I'm going to say that's my first and only pun I will use in this this podcast. But we know that logistics is not just limited, right, to retail and e-commerce, that it's become sort of this rapidly growing trend within kind of the IT equipment world. What is the difference between forward and reverse logistics if you kind of relate it to mobile lifecycle management? That is a great question. So I think the way I would define forward logistics as far as mobility management is concerned is that it's all about getting products or mobile devices into the hands of end users. That's really Mm -hmm. the forward side. And reverse logistics is really just the opposite of where products are returned from end users, which might be, you know, a result of a product being damaged or a product being end of life Mm -hmm. and then trying to recapture some of the value for those returned products either by fixing them and being able to reuse them and redeploy them or by recycling them. Yeah, and I think in the past, we've just been, a lot of teams have been really focused probably on the forward port mm-hmm. piece of it because you want to get those devices out to their users and maybe reverse is just becoming increasingly more popular. And I know for a lot of kind of short cycle, high value departments like IT, it can be really helpful. Where do you think that kind of need is coming from for reverse logistics? You know, I think there are a variety of factors probably driving that increased interest that we are seeing. And that includes anything from 
companies having to adhere to more complicated compliance requirements. Mm-hmm. You know, there's an increase in cyber breaches. You know, there could be could be a lack of warehouse space, right? And and having to find space for all those devices. You know, when you're when yeah, you're looking at used devices, right? They take up a lot of space. But then, you know, you might also be storing some new devices in their OEM packaging. Those take up even more space. And then you add some accessories to it and you quickly find yourself running out of cabinet space unless you, you know, have some type of warehouse set up and you can house those devices. You know, I think other things are, you know, really getting the getting the employees and the talent to handle a program like that. I think it's not easy to find employees who want to deal with cleaning and wiping devices, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, and, true. and maybe, you know, on the forward side, applying cases and screen protectors. So you really got to be able to to find the the right talent that wants to, you know, run a program like that. You know, I think there's an increase in devices per employee that we're dealing with that makes it also mm-hmm. a reason for seeing, you know, more interest. You know, p- employees have smartwatches, they have tablets, they have smartphones, they have mm-hmm. SIM enabled laptops, right? So it's just the number just keeps growing. And then I think lastly I would say you know, the pressure that we talked about kind of before of extending that life cycle of the devices and trying to recoup some of those funds from the devices and being able to get them back into environment. I think that w- those are some of the driving factors. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. So I know there's probably a lot of teams saying, hey, we got this. How hard can it be, right? We can, we can handle our IT recovery and disposition requirements. No problem. Um, but I think what's interesting is that, you know, one of our partners, Mobile Resell, did a user survey. And it turns out that, for example, on average, IT teams spend more than 46 minutes, so close mm-hmm. to an hour, to recover every deployed device. So if you take that and multiply that by hundreds, maybe, or thousands, and then you add in all the other tasks that maybe an IT team is handling, that can get to be a pretty big responsibility. So why do you think that it makes sense or that it's becoming more popular to kind of outsource this function to someone like VMOX to handle your logistics? Yeah, I think the answer here includes probably most of the typical drivers. I don't think I'm going to be telling you anything new here, but, you know, number one, cost savings, right? You yep. can save some money by finding finding a partner that can handle this for you. Scalability, right? It's It's not always easy to scale something like this internally especially when you have limited time and limited resources. You know, it, it, you get improved efficiencies when working with a partner, right? Because that's what that partner does all day long, right? They have experts mm-hmm. that are doing this. They have experts that have done this for many years. And they know what to look for when they are evaluating devices. They know how to get the job done fast, right? So you're getting those efficiencies when working with a partner. You know, I think flexibility better flexibility, you know, running a a well-organized logistics program isn't necessarily super easy. And when you have a partner that can support you and can support your, you know, your different requirements, I think it adds a lot of flexibility to what you're doing with your mobile program. And then lastly, I would say customer service is probably an important one to add to that list especially, you know, when it comes to timing and being able to get devices into employees' hands fast or getting them turned around and quickly back into the environment, I think, and creating good customer experiences there is another driver as well. 
Yeah, I would think too, and you know, environments like we talked about before that either have compliance requirements, and so they have to execute something fast, or they have a lot of turnover, maybe in staff, they're opening locations, they need to get out devices quickly, and that might be hard to kind of mobilize, no pun intended, second (laughs) one, within within a small team. So I'm thinking about that too, you know, scalability-wise. If you're managing, let's say, 50 devices, and that's a pretty small logistics program, but the game mm-hmm. changes, right? If you get to 500 or 5,000 yes. or yep. 50,000. So, <laughs> you know, you think about those larger enterprise environments versus an SMB. What makes it more difficult to do in those with a larger kind of inventory yeah. environment? I think the, the yeah. most obvious one here is probably that larger company size comes with greater volumes, right? Greater volumes, yeah. larger mm-hmm. mobile fleets more dispersed locations. I think you mentioned that already, right? And and trying to coordinate that along with remote employees creates a whole different level of complexity. So, you know, again, large enterprises all mean also means more opportunities for security breaches, right? And and mm-hmm. the timing around that is always critical. How do you respond to an incident is really key and how quickly can you support the end user and ensure they are up and running. We talked a little bit about, you know, tighter compliance requirements already, and that definitely plays an even bigger factor in large enterprises, but we're also seeing that in smaller organizations as well. Yeah. Now, I kind of analogy I would say I like to use is, you know, logistics are, I would say, a lot of pieces of the mobility program. If you don't have strong policies and procedures, it's kind of like having a boat with a motor, (laughs) but no steering wheel, right? You keep moving, but maybe never in the direction that you want to go, or maybe it's in circles, or maybe you're running upon the shore. But how do you think logistics and policy management work together? You know, what's a benefit of that tight collaboration? Yeah, I think policy is probably the most important building block when establishing a corporate mobility program. And it extends to the logistics solution. Really, you know, having a policy, ensuring employees truly understand the policy and enforcing the policy mm-hmm. are really critical to the success of any program. You know, and, and again, that includes just your overall mobility program, but also includes what you're trying to accomplish with a reverse logistics solution. You know, having the expectations documented around the devices that the company owns is really a key part of that policy. So I think that that's, again, critical. A good mobile policy also creates the framework for day-to-day IT operations and allows those responsible for corporate-owned devices to take action on those devices. Policy creates the foundation you need in order to drive savings and efficiencies for your mobile device fleet and for your mobile management solution, right? It allows you to, again, enforce enforce different pieces that you need in order to bring it all together ultimately. And and putting it kind of the other way around, without a policy, many parts of a mobility program will really be a lot harder to manage. So I would say start with that policy and build everything from there. Yeah, I would agree. That's good advice. Well, I think, you know, A lot of people would agree that logistics is just one of those more commonly overlooked parts of lifecycle management. And, you know, traditionally, there's been a lot of focus on things like expense management and managing invoices and taking care of that side. But 
kind of, as you mentioned, there's a lot of opportunity, right? To save money, to save time, to kind of really lean into a user experience by having a strong logistics program. So I think what we talked about today is really important and I hope we can continue it. So thank you for joining me. You're very welcome. All right. Have a great day, everyone. From all of us here at VMOX, thank you for listening. Remember, mobile victory can be yours. Just trust in the experts. We'll see you next time on the road to mobile victory. To learn more, visit us at vmox.com or follow us on LinkedIn.